Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Media Champions. I'm your host, Susan St. Dennis. And today I'm excited to have on the show Kelly Dawkins with Imaginal Transformations. Hi, Kelly. How are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, and I'm really excited to talk to you. I know this is kind of the first time that you've really talked about imaginal transformations on the public stage, so I'm excited to to get the first scoop. (laughs) (laughs) So why don't you tell us a little bit about your company and what you guys do? Imaginal transformations comes from the name itself, Imaginal, and when it Caterpillar goes into its cocoon, it turns into a pile of goo, and all that's left are the imaginal cells, and it's the imaginal cells that turn it into a butterfly, and I feel like that's what my company does for people with their social media and their marketing needs, is it takes what you're already doing well, and it makes it even better, and it maybe leaves behind the stuff that's not going so well, and so you end up getting the outcomes and results that you really want. That is such a creative name. I I thought it had to do with imagination, but that's so much better. What an interesting way to come up with that name. That's so cool. Incorporate a little bit of science in there. So with what you do um, right now, we're seeing the world of digital marketing really start to explode, especially during the pandemic. I feel like the pandemic has made everything move faster. So for companies Mm -hmm. that are getting started during this time period, you know, they got started during the pandemic or right here at the tail end. What's your advice for them for bringing about a good digital marketing uh, plan during this time period? What, what are some tips that you have for them? That's an excellent question. I think one of the biggest things to think about is what are your clients looking for or your customers looking for online? So if you're a coffee shop, Your clients or customers are going to want to know what your hours are, what special coffees you're making, and maybe even what your mask or social distancing policy is, depending on your part of the country. I think some people care more about that than others. But making sure that you post those things online is really important because I think so many people with the isolation bubble that's going on turn to get their information online and they don't pick up the phone and call anymore. So it's really important to have your information updated and think about the main questions that people might ask when they're hiring you for your services or if they're purchasing your goods. I definitely think people are looking for information to be a lot more available than it was before. For that exact reason, people are having to rely on the internet a lot more than they were having to rely on those in-person interactions. So I I totally agree with you. I think it's really important to have hours, contact information, to have uh, the services you provide shown on the website, told told in detail. I think a lot of times Mm -hmm. people overlook that for the sake of simplicity. Um, And that's People are looking for a lot more information now. Speaking of that, do you find that customers or audiences today are looking for companies to be a lot more, to be a lot better at connecting with them? I feel like I've noticed people are looking for a more personal interaction with the companies that they work with. What what have you noticed? Very much so. I think there's a buzzword of digital transformation going on right now. And the essence of that is systemizing all of your data and all of your services and your business processes so that 
you can individualize the results even better. And it's when you have all your systems in place, it's a lot easier to provide individual outcomes to customers or to know how to navigate making changes to orders or customized orders. <laughs> and I think that that is something that people very much want right now. And it's not necessarily, historically, businesses have put themselves in the category of B2B or B2C with business to business and business to customer. But I think it's evolving into B to H, where it's business to humans. And people want to be dealt with as an individual person, even though they're inside a big system when you're dealing with a big company. And so that personalization and customization really makes a big difference when they're dealing with placing orders or talking to customer service representatives. And it can really make or break that sales moment and the relationship that you have for future business interactions with those people. Absolutely. Nobody likes feeling like a number. People want to feel like they matter to the company and the company's performance. So my final question for you, like you said, you help companies transform themselves, transform their strategies and leave behind the things that might not work anymore. In your experience, what is the biggest mistake that companies make when it comes to their strategies? Well, since I mostly focus, or at least people initially hire me to work on their social media, and then it expands into other areas, I find the biggest mistake people make, particularly when it comes to social media, is not picking a strategy and committing to it to then determine if it works or not. Too many people just want to dabble in social media and have something amazing happen in two weeks. And it just doesn't quite work that way unless you already have a huge following and you already have spent the time building your platform. And I find a lot of companies dabble a little bit, but they don't make any sort of commitment to the strategy or the consistency in their posting. And they just let it fall by the wayside and then they turn around and look at it and think, oh, well, that didn't work. Obviously, it's not for me. When it's really a lack of dedication to the business goals that come out of it and the implementation that you need to get to that final point. Absolutely. You know, I think people have been kind of blinded by the allure of the viral video. And you know what, the internet's a big place. And statistically, it is very unlikely <laughs> that you will get to experience that. It's not about getting 5 million views. It's about reaching the people that you can and making those connections mm -hmm. where it counts. And the best way to do that is with a consistent posting schedule and making sure that you stick to a strategy. Like you said, I think too yes. often companies fail to realize how important social media is to that personalization, mm -hmm. to that connection that people are looking for. Um, more yeah. so, I would argue, than the helplines or the customer service situation. Oftentimes, I think people judge companies a lot more on their social media presence than on uh, their phone calls, if, if, uh, if you understand what I mean. So I think that's a really good point. Absolutely. And I also think there's nothing wrong with wanting to go viral and having that incredible momentary success. But unless you already have a really good social media platform or a website that people then follow up, they see your amazing viral video, and then they go to your website or your social media. If you haven't spent the time building up that back end, 
of your marketing and conversation strategy, they get there and there's nothing. So your viral video made a great big splash, which is wonderful, but then it doesn't turn into anything when you don't have the system in place or the customer journey mapped out and the different pieces of that already lined up. So a viral video is great, but it needs to have steps behind it, or I guess in front of it, where when someone finds the video, they can then proceed to become a customer or a client. Absolutely. I think virality on the internet is a very fickle thing. So in the grand scheme of things, it's very easy to get a viral video, but maintaining that and maintaining that interaction is very difficult. So I think right now, especially in the age of TikTok with these algorithms that make it much easier for people to find that quick fame, um, people are realizing that it's easy to obtain that. It's harder to maintain it in the long run. So like you said, it's important to build up that back end and make sure that you have a great foundation for people to come to. Um, and your work, what you're putting out reflects that which represents you. So I think these are all really good points, Kelly. I appreciate you coming on here and talking about this with me. Well, thank you for having me. It's been really nice. <laughs> I'm glad that you enjoyed yourself. And I hope everybody watching at home also had a good time watching this interview. If you'd like to learn more about Kelly and Imaginal Transformations, you can check them out at bluehorn.com. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Media Champions. I'm your host, Susan St. Dennis, and we'll see you next time on Bluehorn TV.